0: The Capital Weekly Podcast is supported by TASSEN, the Tribal Alliance of Sovereign Indian Nations. Funding for the Capital Weekly Podcast is provided by the California Endowment and by TASSEN, the Tribal Alliance of Sovereign Indian Nations.
1: Greetings and welcome to Capital Weekly's regular podcast. I'm John Howard. I'm the editor of Capital Weekly. I'm joined by Tim Foster. Hello. And our special guest today, is David Quintana, lobbyist extraordinaire. We're in your offices, by the way, David. Beautiful offices. We oh. haven't messed them up yet. Thank you. Everything still looks nice. <laughs>
2: Thank you, know? you. Thank you. Appreciate um, that.
1: And we're here to talk to David about the annual Back to Session Bash, which is 15 years old this, this time around, right?
2: Yeah. What yes. can we
1: expect? What's going on there?
2: Um, well, this is the 15th year, as you, as you mentioned, and um, we are really pulling out all the stops. Um, I don't know why round numbers do something for us, but we um we have all decided that this year we really want to um, send a message to Sacramento that, you know, we're appreciative that they have allowed this to be at this high of a level for 15 years. And so we have the best entertainment that we've ever had.
1: Who's going to be there? You can tell us. We won't tell anybody. <laughs> <that right. laughs> yeah.
2: You know, John, if I told you, you probably still wouldn't know. Yeah, okay. You're right. <laughs> but I is it Lisa think, Left Eye Lopez? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a
1: couple of years ago, I'd never heard of Coolio, and I was standing right in front of him. When yeah.
2: Came in, so. And it's not a hologram. It's not a hologram. Um, last year, we had E40, which was our by far the biggest uh, entertainment that we've had, the biggest um, uh, as far as people coming back and going, oh, my God, I can't yeah. believe you guys did that. I can't believe. And if, if you look at some of the video out there, it's just amazing, the, the crowd, how much the crowd was into it. Um, I guarantee you that they will be even more so this year.
1: How many um, people do you expect at this
2: point? 1500, 1,500. 1,500. Wow. Um, if, you, if you want my take, I think we'll surpass that this year once word about who the entertainer is spreads out there. Um, so but, when does,
0: but word usually doesn't leak. That's my. I mean, <laughs> yeah. the too short year it leaked, but every other year it doesn't leak. Dude, Did you have to bring up too short? I did. Did you have to bring up too short? Raging Laurel Rosenhall had yeah. to talk about too short. Here. <laughs> that
2: what is. happened with too short? Um, you know that was that was really tough. That that was, and I have people. I don't think a week goes by where someone that I'm talking to goes, bro you need to bring back too short <laughs> um so we uh we had too short and i think people all understand that too short's um catalog uh, is, is a little blue but he had created a clean versions of all of his songs because he believe it or not too short does a lot of corporate gigs and so for those gigs he cleans up his act and um and he's, you know, he has a lot of different versions. And he was ready. We had it in his contract that he had to have a corporate slash clean, um, uh, uh, you know, playlist. And he was down the clown. He was good. And um, I woke up. So I already, you know, I I had some thoughts like, oh, it's too short. But his his manager and Too Short himself had said, no, dude, we do corporate. We're clean. We got we got all clean versions, right? In fact, there's a, a song. Uh, that he has called blow the whistle which is probably his you know the song that most people know and it's like what's my favorite word and then he says a word which i'm not going to repeat here but he was going to replace that with rich it was my favorite <laughs> word rich right so he was like i said he, he had it down i woke up that morning and you hear about people talking about this like people who have messed up in social media and, and their plane lands and they have like 50 texts or 100 texts when they yeah, in the yeah, plane lands yeah. and That's kind of what happened to me on the morning of the bash. I woke up, and um, I had—because I guess there was a breakfast that morning. So other people's mornings had started a lot earlier than mine. Because I know I'm going to be working hard on the day of the bash, so I get up a little later. Um, And I had, I swear to God, 60 texts from from people saying— What's going on with Too Short? There's a campaign on Facebook. You're gonna be protested. I'm like, oh my God,
1: <laughs> it's a party. There's no such thing as bad publicity. It probably would have <laughs> a hell of a bash, you know.
2: So So the day it started off pretty rough. Um, at the end of the day, I think we made the right decision for that for that moment, and that was to we had to pay him. And um one of my former lobbyists, um, you know, a, a, great, a great woman named uh, Melanie Cuevas and Monique, Monique Van Hustis, oh. who, who, Vera Hustis, who helps put on the event for me, um, they went over to, the, to the, uh, the Marriott across the street and Too Short was there with his little backpack because it was a game time decision not to have Too Short. So he didn't know if he was coming on or not, right? And so how long
1: was this before it was supposed to start? This, we're talking about an, about, an hour. Hour, about an hour?
2: About an hour. About an hour when we decided Too Short can't do it. We got to, like, this This is the right call for us at this point. Wow. Um, so we had to pay him. So Melanie, <laughs> Melanie walked across the street and handed him his envelope full of money. And as Melanie says it, Too Short was sitting there. He looked really sad. And he, like, didn't understand, right? He's like, but, dude, like, those charges aren't. True and like nothing's ever been, and Melanie had to let him know, hey man, it's just what it is, you know we got to do it. So, but she gave him his money; he was paid for his performance. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Now, how did you get lyrics born to perform that like okay. so quickly as a turnaround?
2: Okay, so I'm not the smartest dude, but I do have occasions <laughs> where I, you know, like that that wrong that broken clock being right twice a day, and so I kind of figured if too short, mm, I needed like a backup so um i i have a good relationship with lyrics born the rapper out of the bay area and um he was our first real act that we had that was not like a local like gospel group or local we had the king's dancers in our first one and oh yeah yeah but he was our first like guy from a record label lyrics born and he has a big following right he's a he's a real indie rapper and um i called i called his name's tom shimura and i called tom up and i'm like hey tom man um I, I need you. Um, I'm just worried that something might happen. This was like a week and a half before the bash. Oh, okay. And I'm like, do you mind uh, doing a set? I said, worst case scenario, it's like you and then too short. I mean, best case scenario is it's you and then too short. Worst case is it's you're the headliner. And um, so that's how we had Lyrics Born ready because I, I, I just wanted an insurance. We have never, ever in 50, eh, knock on wood, We've never ever in 14 years had an entertainer not show or really be late, other than the Coolio issue, Um, but um, I just felt that something might go south with Too Short, um, given the time that we were going through during that period, and so thank God I did it, and Lyrics Born was there, and he was able to be the headliner. It wasn't the same as Too Short, though. And and the
1: entertainment this this time around is booked already, right? He They're is signed. That's he a heat. We know it's a heat. He. 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 Ah he I shit! Uh, I mean, <laughs> uh,
0: shocks. Uh, uh, rumors that it's Bruce Springsteen. We're not going to confirm, but <laughs> yeah.
2: he was seen near this yeah. office. <laughs> I want to I want to give a real big shout out to Melanie because Melanie Melanie had the yeah. she was like the guy that needs to go tell the football players that he's been cut right before oh. the season starts. So Melanie had to go over bro. there, you know, and she had to tell Too Short, "Hey, sorry, bro, it ain't your day."
1: Where do you Where do you have
2: it? Huh? Where's it gonna be held? Same place. We always do the same place. So it's Fifteenth and L, basically. Fifteen right? L. We take over the entire complex. It's
0: called cafeteria now, right? Yeah, and was, it was used, used to be
2: used to be Masons, right? It used to be Masons. Yeah, but yeah. it's
0: basically the same.
2: We take over the Park Ultra Lounge, the restaurant, the patio. The patio is a huge part of this, by the way. Yeah. So we can't, uh, you know, that whole patio area is a like cigar our, bar. Cigar bar, we have, I think we have seven independent bars. In addition to their bars, we have seven other bars that we build and install.
1: Like the tequila place, right? The
2: tequila bar, the bourbons and and cigars, uh, the Moscow Mule bar, um, (laughs) the rosé and cupcakes bar, which was my idea. Uh, Sorry, it's an inside joke with somebody there, and they'll get it. Yeah, the vegan and bean
0: sprouts bar. No, (laughs) no,
2: but we do have the taco bar. The sober
0: curious bar. We Where are they? I sober member.
2: I are seeing them. The sober yeah, yeah, curious yeah. movement is going to be ready for the bash. <laughs> yeah. And our new bar this year, our new bar is going to be the White Claw Bar. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, because of White Claw, I guess, is just tearing it up. And when I was going through some of the planning sessions with some of the younger folks, um, they were doing, dude, you got to have White Claw. You got to. And I was like, what is White Claw? Because, you know, I don't drink. And they're like, oh, White Claw, man. That is, what is just. It? I guess it's like uh, alcoholic fizzy water.
0: Oh my god, is it Zima? Zima part two. Well that's
2: what people my age are saying. People my age are going, Are you talking about Zima? And they're like, No nah, man, it's white claw. So anyway, we will have a white claw themed bar and we'll okay. be serving white claw and it'll have a surfboard and palm trees on it. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty awesome. Yeah.
1: Who, who's invited? I mean how do how do you get the people who do you uh, ask to come to this? Yeah.
0: Ask, you know, we have we have a promotional ad for it on our site mm-hmm. and people say I clicked on the ad, and it just took me back to the site. And I'm like, that's because uh-huh. you can't buy a ticket.
2: You can't buy a ticket. It's invite so. only. Um, and so it started off, I remember our first bash. we had uh, 150 people, and I thought it was a huge deal. Um, and we had it in the little area at the Sheraton Grand, that little side area where they have now like small receptions, and that's where we held the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, we had 150 people. Yeah, we're uh-huh. rocking it. And that was solely aimed at legislators and staffers. Um, now it's aimed at the entire capital community. And what I'm finding out now by looking at our tickets and the people who are talking to me is it's well beyond the capital community. It's people in Sacramento. Um, the, the regional, the region, the whole region now um, know about it. I was at the gym and I was talking to somebody about, I think it was, um, I was just, honestly i was just talking about a piece of equipment ask him if they were using this piece of equipment right and um they're going hey you you look familiar and i'm like yeah you know blah 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 and where do you work and i told him i work down in the Capitol. and I, you know i said well where do you work and you know and um he was like ah oh, you know i work for the county some like county department you know like i had never even heard of like county department of i don't know you know tires and um probably alcohol beverage control (laughs) no 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 it was like legit um and and they were like aren't you the guy that does that party and i was like how do you know about the party they go oh man we're all trying to get tickets to that party and so these are people who are just you know work in a county department so my point of that story is that it's grown well beyond the the small capital community which i think is a good thing it's now become a regional event and I think it's the, the biggest private party, you know, out and, there. But you still,
1: you still get staffers, electeds? You still oh, a ton. Yeah, out. I think
2: we got um, between 80 to 100 electeds. Wow. wow. And uh, it's, let me be, it's by far staffers and lobbyists. Uh-huh. But now we're seeing people who are just like from county departments, work for the city, um, who friends of people who work for it. And so it's becoming a real regional event.
0: Now, who are the official sponsors of this event?
2: Um, Does that change? That's changed over time, right? Well, no, no. Actually, I think the official sponsors. Well, to give credit, the whole the the entire thing came together because of Capital Weekly. Oh, because I had a I had I had the idea when I was you know working directly with. California Tribal Business Alliance. Oh, it's yeah, I remember, sure. Yeah, and me and uh, Allison Harvey, who oh, yeah. worked with me there, we were like, oh, well, we need, like, a media sponsor, and we need someone, you know, who, who can work with a this. A
1: powerful, well-respected media sponsor. Yeah. So they. Thought. So
2: the first thing was Capital Weekly. Uh-huh. And so we had a lunch with Arnold and Anthony York, and we ran the idea past them, and they were like, we're in. <laughs> and so in the beginning, it was just CTBA and Capital Weekly, and that was it. Uh-oh. And now it's much much larger than that and um the primary sponsor is still the california tribal business alliance it is okay and the three major tribes behind it are chichanxi pala and viejas mm-hmm. and then i it, i mean i can't sit here and go over because there's probably about 15-16 uh, no, there's, there's a list you're yeah.
1: talking about financial sponsors
2: fiscal financial sponsor? sponsors yeah. all
1: except for capital All oh, it's too poor you, know. you
2: guys kind of just ride on the coattails uh, yes, yeah we yeah, do, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. we just bring you along for the fun um, uh, but, yeah, I'd say 15, 16 sponsors now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know there's a big, wow. long yeah. list. So. Yeah, it's a big list. Um, but, but it's because the cost has gone up. I mean, the cost now to yeah. put this on is probably like... Oh. Well, and this is
0: a big event. I know there, there are people in the Capitol who work, you know, who know about this and work with you sometimes, and they refer to this as David Quintana's wedding. Every yeah. year, <laughs> well, you have like to be prepared for David Quintana's okay. wedding.
2: <laughs> actually, it should be my birthday, because my birthday is always <laughs> the following day. Oh, but you know, really? uh, I almost gave it away because <laughs> our star this year, our entertainer, his birthday falls. No, I can't. we got to research this. With Google now, if Scott I say Lay, what if i if say is. If you're listening, Scott Lay, is.
0: you are the birthday researching guy. <laughs> yeah.
2: Or well, maybe Alex Vassar. Uh, uh, I'm not going to say when his birthday. is. Northern was.
0: California rapper yeah, yeah. born in the month of January. He is not
2: Northern California. Oh,
0: no. another. Not Northern California rapper. What's the budget yeah. in a round numbers? What's the cost to put this thing
1: on?
2: Yeah, the, it's between 150 to 200 thousand wow, to put wow. to put the party on. It is it is a massive massive event. Wow, that's um, because you got to think about it. We take. That entire uh, necessarily
1: half our annual budget at Capital
2: Weekly. (laughs) That's (laughs) half your pay. It's um, we take that (laughs) we take that entire complex and we essentially scrape it and redress it with you know our concept of what a party should look like. And so, and you know Mason, he's awesome. He lets us go in there and just put our lights up and put our signage up and put all of our bars in there. And you know, so we do we put it and you know we create a stage. In the middle of the restaurant area, so that um, the, and you, we learned this the hard way. So here's how. Here's yeah. a lesson that I learned. Um, the first couple of bashes we did in the in the nightclub area, uh, or we did, had the entertainment in the nightclub area, that, yeah. right? Um, here's what I found out. People prefer drinking over watching entertainment, <laughs> and so <laughs> people weren't leaving the bar, and so the entertainment was in there in the nightclub area, but no one would go in, and I felt really bad. So we decided...
0: When you still have the, mm-hmm. the cover band still plays back in that section, yes. don't they?
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the moment that the act stops, they're on. Yeah. And um, they start that moment in and that, is that...
0: same that uh, the same one again this year?
2: Yeah. It just... They've been too yeah. popular. Okay. But everybody loves them and everybody wants them, so we, we bring them back. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, so I learned that people prefer drinking over watching entertainment, so we had to build the stage out where the bar is. And it's kind of cool, though, because that means that the entertainer is surrounded by people, yeah. and then we built a runway so that the entertainer can walk down the runway, and then he's re- that, that entertainer is really in the middle of people. And so it, it really gives an interactive concert feel.
1: What mm-hmm. kind of feedback do you get from the people you know, who, who've been there and then... You know, they're going to come this time around. This year. You're going to do this. You're going to do that.
2: Honestly, it depends on their age. So if they're over the age of 40, they're like, Uh-oh. it's too damn crowded. Yeah, that's me, that's, <laughs> yeah, me. that's you. Every
1: time I get back, that's what I say. Yeah. yeah. If
2: that's they're funny. under the age of 40, they're like, oh, that was lit. So um, it all depends on the age, man. People over the age of 40 are like, ah, oh, it's so crowded. What the hell? What are you doing? But I'm like,
0: do you ever get any of the older folks saying, hey, why don't you get Elton John or yeah. somebody that's The meeting. Cranberries.
1: Where are the Cranberries? Yeah, yeah. More Well,
0: she's dead. Yeah, there is There is that. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: that'll be a hat trick. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, the, the rat... It's are really, you kidding me?
2: Every day. Everybody's got an idea. Everybody's an everybody's a A&R guy. So, everybody's got an idea of who we should have. And again, it kind of goes with the age. So, I mean, I hear So, how do you decide?
1: Are most, of your, most people in the crowd under 40, would you mm-hmm. guess?
2: I think the way I decide under is. Um, <laughs> under 18? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of see myself as a chef, and I know who my audience is. And because I've done this for so many years, I know the demographic of who will be at the party at the time that the music starts. And so it has to be something that has appeal to that demographic. And so I know that most of the people in the Capitol come from, come from a certain age set. And, um, those are far, far, those are by far the, 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 most people that are at the party. And so I need to find something that appeals to them, but that does not alienate the people who are older than that. So, it's. Be- I have to be honest. It's becoming harder to find these yeah, people it. Yeah. because there are only so many artists that have catalogs now. Um, a lot of current artists are hit and they're one hit and gone. Right.
0: So you're saying Lil Nas will be here in like ten more years? He- Lil Nas <laughs> <laughs> is going to be at you know, the. Uh... He won't
2: be unless okay. he starts getting a catalog in his ass because <laughs> <laughs> too many people now are just one or two hits and they're gone. So. You need to find somebody that the young people can identify with that's not going to alienate the older folks, but that have a catalog for three or four songs.
0: So you're saying J.J. Fad might not ever make the cut.
2: Uh, You know what? I was talking to someone the other day and they asked for J.J. Fad.
0: My wife asked for J.J. JJ Fad. Why does J.J. (laughs) Fad not
2: appear? (laughs) Yeah, They wanted J.J. Fad. Um, It's the uh, government affairs person for Barona. and She's like, why don't don't you have J.J. Fad? (laughs) I think it's a good call. (laughs) Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it is. It's kind of yeah. like a chef. You have to kind of know what your audience is going to be and what you can serve up without alienating a lot of the other people there. So it would be easy. How about the
0: volume? You ever hear any feedback on the volume? That's my big thing. Is that God? It's so loud. That John, I just here's can't. the sad part. John used to be the bass player in a rock band, yeah. and now he's the old guy complaining about it being yeah, loud. About too loud. You know? it's just, it's so, <laughs> yeah, about it's too loud. So when the I mean, when the, so on, cool when the main
1: event starts, that's when I start fading away. Mm-hmm. I've been there for about yeah. 45 minutes or now, but i got to leave, because I just, maybe I'll bring earplugs this time.
2: Yeah, know. well, a little inside tip, if you, <laughs> if you don't like noise, don't be there when the music starts, bec- when, the, when, the, when the act starts, because I yeah. actually have them turn it up louder when the act starts throughout the place. So, um, hey, it's just got to be loud. Yeah. Um, I want it so loud that the people down L Street complain. Um, so if you notice, we have, we have speakers on the sidewalk. Yes. Because I want the shit blasting onto the street I to draw people in. And they're like, well, how loud do you want these? I said, until people come out of the meridian complaining, keep going up. So um you ever thought
1: of like a classical
2: music venue or something Would yeah. that work? And, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. N- no show tunes. Um
0: Phillip Glass will be the special guest, <laughs> it'll be <laughs> very <laughs> exciting. Well
2: that's one of the other complaints. The other complaints is about the genre of music the genre of music that I usually have, oh, right? Huh. Like, oh it's always rap, it's always this, right? Well, there's a reason for that, and the reason is, like it or not, this that's what people who are predominantly the audience for this party yeah. listen to, right? And yeah. this is what I grew up on, but for the people that I'm aiming at, that's, you know, that's what they listen to. Um, and also, you know, as a thing, if you had to get a group, you know, if you were trying
0: to get a rock group of the same era, you got to pay three or four or five guys, probably cost more than paying one guy.
2: Yeah, and that's, so there's, a, there's two other reasons, thanks Tim. There are that, Tim. There's two other reasons. One is financial. Uh, yes, rock groups or country groups are much more expensive because they have more pieces. And then there's a logistical reason, and the logistical reason is the space. Yeah. Like, we have a very small stage since we have to build it into the audience now. It's not that backstage because, remember, the dance band is set up and ready to go on, on, you know, on beat. So we can't use that stage because we have a band back there. Um, so we have to get a type of music that can fit onto that small stage and that really just happens to be that genre. Because really with, uh, I think the biggest group we've had was Digital Underground. Digital Underground, they had um, you know the lead, the lead singer and then they had a, like three or four musicians and then a DJ. Um, but most of them are just like the lead person a hype man, and a DJ. And that's all you need, man. Yeah. That's all you need. And so that really, that really fits the stage that we have. Really
0: yeah, more. just not
2: having to have a live drum kit gives
0: you half again as much as you would have
2: with right, any, any right. rock or country. No drum record. kit. Yeah. Um, the only other thing that we could use is of course an acoustic set and that just ain't going to work. Yeah, <laughs> The acoustic well, set Well you have
0: work. had uh, just singers I know you often have gospel groups.
2: Yes as a warm up we yeah. will try to t- I don't know if we're going to have a warm up this year because the uh, let me just you know you can tell us. Be pretty honest here. Uh, the the lead the the lead act was so expensive that our, our you know our main act is yeah. so expensive that yeah. it kind of hit the budget as to what we could do for for an opening act.
0: I hope Scott Lay is working his magic, really trying to figure <laughs> this, <thing. laughs> putting it all together on spreadsheets to figure out yeah. the cross section here. L- let me get back to the invite list now.
2: Mm-hmm. How do you get on this invite? How do
0: you, how do yes for our listeners who yes, are not on the list and want to be on this list? Yeah.
2: Well, it's pretty much open to everybody in, in the Capitol. Okay. Um, all the legislators get tickets. Um, the staffers, pretty much all the staffers get tickets. Um, and if they don't, well, the, all the staffers do get tickets, but they, here's what they do. They need to call us. They can't call me, right? But we hire, that's why Monique is on staff, because she is not a lobbyist, so she can handle that kind of thing. Okay. I don't touch any of that. Um, but they have to contact either Chris Lindstrom or Monique, and they and Chris is at CTBA? He's at CTBA. Yeah. Again, he's the executive uh, officer, so he's not involved in lobbying or anything. And they will get the tickets. We have, we have people who just run tickets. So the last week before the bash, uh-huh. we have people that are just doing nothing but running to the Capitol and running to offices in Sacramento delivering tickets. And then I usually get um, a couple hundred tickets that I can dispense out to people not capital folks but yeah. different people like in lobbying and associations and yeah. um, cl- you know other clients and that we do that and then all the sponsors also get a bunch of tickets that they can give out to people that they you know that they know that want to go um, but I have to tell you man this has been going on for so long people pretty much know how to get tickets now yeah. they know who to contact they know how they know how to how to operate it but it is it is invite only and you do need a ticket and I want to make sure that everyone you know understands that is there a
1: cap on how many people can be there? Is there a limit, how many the, the venue can handle? Or is there some legal limit? You can have more than 1,424 people or yeah, something.
2: Yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't know. No. I, I, my answer is yes, there must be. But I don't know what it is. We haven't hit and it. And we don't care
1: anyway. So yeah,
2: <laughs> but I can yeah. tell you, um, when the entertainment hits the stage, yeah. you can't move. Yeah. So you can't move. But we stop letting people in at that point. If you're not in at that point, they don't let any more people in. Because like last year when E-40 hit the stage and I got on, and I got on stage to introduce him and I looked out, right, into the crowd, there wasn't a space, right? You, there wasn't an inch of space between people. Wow. All I saw was a sea of faces and phones up in the air for E-40. So I assume we're going to have it for, I almost said it. We're going to have it for this person, um, since I think that this person is even uh, one level above uh, okay. E-40 as far as... we're talking as about
1: January 16th.
2: January 16th, And it yeah.
0: starts, what time?
2: Uh, it, the doors open at 5.
0: And what time does Kanye play? <laughs> you know,
2: that's good. <laughs> that's good. Um, I believe the, interta- the, the main act will go on at 7. So we're, I'm going to do it a little later, because I want people, more people to have a chance. I don't want... I don't want people to go. Oh man, we missed it because we weren't there in time. So if you want to see the main act, I want—I would love for people to have a chance to get there and not. You want kind of like
1: the distinguished guests, you know, come in first, kind of be draws. Like you, you. like me. Yes, and then the 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 seventy-year-olds then leave, and then you start the
2: real part. Okay, all right. I knew that was coming. You know, though, that is how it goes. (laughs) When we open the doors, like everyone usually in line, if I had to do an average age, it's probably like forty-one, and then it can continues to get lower and lower and lower and lower <laughs> as the night as the night goes on that's the way we you know i
0: was at a halloween party this couple of fridays ago in oakland and since we had to drive back to sacramento at the end of the night we left at about 11 15 had arrived about 8 30 when it started and it was really funny that it was actually far more packed when we were leaving than at any other point and we were walking on the sidewalk and all these people were arriving and i'm like well, i'm 53 i don't have time <laughs> oh, no. I, like, I gotta
2: drive back oh, I to sacramento oh, I know that's, that's how it's is remember bed so a little inside another little inside secret is that I'm usually in bed when the bash is ending so I usually do like wait, a, wait,
1: you get up late the
2: day of the bash yeah. and then you go to bed early okay I we go to got bed the, early the I, do, schedule I usually now. do like a shady bounce somewhere around 9.30 <laughs> and I like I make sure you know and it's you know usually um, in the past like I would check with you know Melanie and, and Katie and before that Viviana and okay you guys got it right you guys got this thing and, and then I, I bounce out, and then they check in with me, like, hey, everything's going good, we're about to wrap it up. And, and honestly, and how long does it I'm in bed when I'm getting those, uh, those texts. And,
0: that's a, you, and you live out on the moon. You live like I live a in El Dorado Hills. Hills. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's part of it, man. I'm 55.
2: You know, that's a long drive at 55 <laughs> yeah. on a Thursday you night. Know, I remember night.
0: one year,
1: I, I think it was, it might have been Tim, but somebody from Capital Weekly was on a stage like at 11 o'clock. I mean, were they? Did you guys hang around till eleven? I, I I've never stayed till eleven. Are I you just, talking about last year? Uh, no, no. This no. would been this would been quite a while back. Not I, me.
2: <laughs> I would say it usually wraps up um, around eleven thirty. There are still people there yeah. partying till eleven thirty. It is it is the park's biggest night of the year, outside that. of outside of New Year's. Yeah. It is their biggest night of the year, um, and so it goes on. And then there are after parties all over the place. Really? And so people set up after parties for after the bash. Um, is, is
0: everyone trying to get the, the artist to attend the after party? Like, oh, you should come to our after party. That's well, the most oh, fun.
2: One, does, one did. And that coolio. Was coolio. I
0: was going to say, I knew Coolio. It was coolio.
2: coolio was <laughs> like. <laughs> coolio was in it to win it. He was <laughs> dropping in on everybody's party, man. Um, sometimes the artists get back on stage. So Naughty by Nature got back on stage oh. um, with the band. And they did a little oh. set with the band. That's um, rad. I don't think E40 did not. Uh, Warren G got back on stage with the band, so they hang out. Here is another thing that's pretty funny. So, the artists always, when we book it, they're always like, "Oh, a capital party for people who work in the legislature." Yeah, okay, sure, <laughs> and um, they start booking their flight out that night. So they think, "Okay, I go on at six thirty, I can get like a nine thirty flight out." Right? Every one of them thinks that, and we're like, "You probably should get a room." So they get a room. Just you know, we get them a room. But they're all saying the same thing. Here's really funny. So Warren G., when Warren G. came to do his sound check, who was like the greatest professional, by the way. Warren G. is like if the dude that lived in your cul-de-sac happened to be an iconic rapper, that's Warren G. He looks like the dude who just like lives in your cul-de-sac and has a kid that plays soccer. And so Warren G. comes in to do his sound check on time, by the way. And and he was on the phone and he's um, talking to somebody. He's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to knock this out. Okay, so I go on and blah, blah. Yeah, won't you guys come pick me up like 745, and then we'll go out. And okay, cool. Then he knocked out his sound check, right? And then I sent um, Melanie and I think uh, Brooke. I think I, sent, I think I sent Melanie to pick him up, right? And so they're walking him over, and he comes in, and the first thing they see is how the place has completely changed from the restaurant they saw when they did their sound check. And then they see all the people in there, and they see the age of the people, and they're like, oh, okay, not what I thought. So then Warren G., I think, goes to, uh, goes to Melanie and goes, hey, can I get my people in? Um, can we get a VIP booth? How many people can I get in? So Warren G. ended up having his people come to the party. Oh, and that's cool. They got a that's VIP great. booth, and they ended up staying for almost the entire party. And they got back up on stage, did another set. And so I got to tell you, that happens every single time. Yeah, they great. end up coming, seeing what it is. It's not what they thought, and they end up hanging out for most of the night.
1: Do you have a VIP section set up this time? Sometimes you do, or usually you
2: do. No, right? we always have a – I try to call it sponsor because in this business, everyone thinks they're a VIP. No. Yeah. So of course, true. <laughs> so I changed the name to sponsor. Um, it's it's the bane of my existence with this party. In fact, I'm a little upset you brought it up because it's like what's that? we can call we, it the top 100. What booth is that or like, something. Voldemort or Voldemort? It's, it's the thing I don't like mentioning because it just gives me like ah, oh, gives me pains. The v, the sponsor section is the worst part of this party. Because everybody wants in. And I always tell them the same thing. Why do you want into a place where I just let people who aren't on the list in? Like, you kind of like going against the whole purpose of having this, yeah. this special area. But, yes, it's where the sponsors, the legislators, and key staff go. And you have to be put on a list by one of the sponsors, unless you're a legislator. Um, you have to be put... Or the lieutenant
0: governor. I do I remember governor. the yeah. lieutenant governor being in the fancy yeah. the
2: fancy party. Um, or yeah, an elected official, um, key staff, or sponsors get in there, but the entire night is nothing but people trying to get in there. So that's uh, funny. And they have
0: the little uh, the, the we have the X-ray oh, no, the stamp the X-ray, X-ray stand. That's
2: like our fifth attempt at trying to keep people out of there. So we're going to keep working on how to keep people out. But yeah, it, it, I don't know why it's it, all the fun. Honestly, is happening outside of that. <laughs> um, the one good thing about the VIP is the Ice Tequila Lounge. It's an ice sculpture yeah. tequila lounge, and that's kind of a cool thing.
1: Just one last question. What's the, what's the biggest lesson, you think, as you go into the 15th year of this? Now it's institutionalized. Uh, is that the right word? It's an
0: institution. <laughs> institutionalized
1: is a suicidal yeah. That happens to genre. the audience. Totally different genre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, so what's, what's the big lesson you've learned from doing all this? I mean, you from a small one, now you're getting up to 1,500 people at once.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Yeah, um, well, there's the one lesson. People love alcohol more than love entertainment. Okay. Um, that, I've learned that.
1: We're hopefully together. If,
2: possible. <laughs> <laughs> if together, <laughs> but if they have to make a choice, <laughs> they're not walking into a nightclub and away from the bar. Um, that's, that's one thing. Um, the second thing is that I think uh, I've learned that we need to keep raising the bar on the entertainment. And so, again, we've done that this year, but I think that there's an expectation built into this party that the entertainment will always be better than the previous year. Uh Outside of the too short episode, (laughs) um, I think that we have have continued to do that with E40 last year and with blah 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 this year. Um, You know, who do we get next year? That's, you know, Justin Timberlake, Pitbull. I mean, we gotta, you know, we're getting up to that level. We're getting up to that level now, right? So I've learned that people really want that entertainment level continue to go up. Um, other lesson I've learned: you could never spend too much money on alcohol. Um, like, there'll
1: always be somebody there to yeah, drink it. There'll
2: always be there'll always be someone to take it. And I think the other thing that I've learned is that uh, people love these different bars that we do um, by continuing by us continuing to create the new bars like the Rose Bar. The rose and cupcake bar, the rose white the white claw, claw <laughs> bar. By continuing to mix that to what's hot, yeah. um,
0: I feel I, as though you're really describing a Portlandia episode, not a party, but <laughs> yeah. rose and
2: cupcakes. Okay. Rose All right. and cup- Dude, the cupcakes were gone in like three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Um, so I, I've learned that. Um, I think I've also learned that really the key to the party is the playlist that plays because the playlist that plays is so finely engineered to the moment because... And Eddie Adul helps me put this together. Eddie Adul is a local DJ and he's amazing. And Eddie kind of takes what I'm thinking because I've been in this party and so I know the demographic at almost every 20 minutes of this party. And we're able to put together a playlist which we speak to the people that we know will be in the party at that moment. And I think that really has helped me... um, That really... That's a secret to the party. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one that people might not notice, and hopefully they don't notice it. Um, but in the background, we've built a playlist so that is propelling people through the event. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: David Quintana, thank you very much. Thank you, man. it great. a lot of fun. Thank Tim Foster, thank, thank you very you, Tim. much. And, and we'll this see is you. John Howard, and uh, saying thank you, listeners, very much, and we'll see you next time around. SuperSonic
0: SuperSonic JJ Faz.